This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. On the show today, you'll find out where book publishing is going and how to take advantage of it. How to identify and avoid publishing predators. What opportunities are emerging as the book trade evolves in new forms. How to avoid losing money and much, much more. Join us now as a variety of publishing pros will deliver insights and strategies to take the author to the next, next level of publishing. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Brought to you by Author You and The Book Shepherd. And now, here's your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Well, you can tell winter is fast approaching. And in fact, this weekend brings winter solstice. And what I really love about winter solstice, because I'm not a nice girl, but what I love about winter solstice is it means that summer now is going to be starting and coming our way. So that makes me very, very happy um, with that. But here's what we're going to do today, um, because it's not going to be wintry. It's not going to be icy. um, And it is going to have warmth in it. And we're going to talk about the author's journey. And when I talk about the author's journey, and what I mean the author's journey is, let's talk about some of the things pre-book, some of the things during book, some of the areas post-book. As in the very beginning, with me is Ashley Bratton, and Ashley has been on before, and I would encourage all of you to listen to the podcast that we did about author's photo, because Ashley is a phenomenal photographer and really specializes in author photos and bringing them alive and unique and a variety of things. And you know, one of the things you'll learn on that podcast, there are three types of photos you authors need for your websites and your promotion and what you're doing, and Ashley will reveal that. But that's not what we're going to be talking about today. We're talking about bringing life to your words, to your vision, to your creativity. We're talking about really making them sing and soar. So it meets every expectation that you have. So it's, it's the author's journey. And, you know, you've seen, I've seen thousands of books. I've helped hundreds and hundreds of authors get their books out. I've spoken to thousands of people across the country. And, you know, we get, we get many, many thousands of downloads every month from individuals who listen to Author You, Your Guide to Book Publishing. So what we want to do is continue in my own journey that you go to that next, next level. So let's start with that. Hi, Ashley. How are you? Good. How are you, Judith? I'm good, and we should tell everyone that you're the author of Life Before the Lottery, which is doing quite well, correct? Yes, I'm still on the author's high. It came out in October, and it's just been a wild ride. I love it. Yeah, it's so much fun when that happens. Well, let's kind of jump into that, because you and I talked about doing a show along uh, this line uh, months and months ago, and it was really what to – I I think it's, it's almost like what to expect when you're expecting. (laughs) <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know or, or or really what to expect before you're expecting. I, I think we can go back even uh, prenatal, really pre 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 before you pre, get into not it. just pre birth but pre conception. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. And so it it, it starts with um, an idea, and I know I've always said that I'm in awe of people who have the skill to write fiction. 
because some of the weirdo, wild, wacko, amazing, intrigue, intricate things that they come up with, with their ideas, I'm really envious that they have it. You know, as a book shepherd, I can work with them and kept, you know, hyping them and bringing them out, but the, the, the conception of some of these ideas and plots is just mind-boggling to me, and, um, and I, it's just truly a gift. So... You're not a fiction writer yet. You're in the you're in the nonfiction. <laughs> Life before the lottery is a nonfiction book, yeah. but it it starts with that idea. So where did you get that idea for writing your book? In the beginning, um, I actually before it was ever even the thought of a book. Um, I was actually out in California, and uh, I was about 25 years old, and it started all in the with a bad day in a coffee shop. I had a bad day, and actually it was a bad funk, if you will. And I took myself out to a coffee shop to play hooky from from work for the day, and I sat down at that coffee shop and stewed and thought. And I walked out of that coffee shop with a list on a napkin of 30 things that I wanted to do before I was 30 years old. And that is what gave me the game plan to keep keep on keeping on with life, if you will, and, and going after these amazing things and these amazing dreams that were in my heart. And so over a course of about a five-year period, I was blessed to have crossed off 29 of those 30 items. And it, that, that alone was a journey in and of itself. Um, but it wasn't until after that that I was approached to I to do a book. Like People just kept telling me, you have to... You have to turn this into a book. You have to tell this story. And um, several of the people in my master's program actually watched me, you know, over the course of several years. Uh, a master's was on my list of things to do on that list. And these people watched me go through checking all these things off. And some of them started creating their own lists and going after their own dreams. And we started helping each other do that. And it was through that that the book idea was born. If I could, in some way, shape, or form, get this into a format in the hands of people to actually get them off the couch and doing something with their lives, something that they want to be doing, that's what I wanted to do. And the bucket list is no, it's not a new thing, but it is um, something that people can really grab hold of and, and take hold of. So that's where the book idea came from. Well, I think, Ashley, though, that what does make it unique, um, well, I mean, as you know, I love the book. I have the book. <laughs> um, is that it's, it's really beautifully done. It's, it's, the, the layout's great. It's got lots of great photography, which is your skill in there. But I think what really makes it uh, unique is that when people think about the bucket lick list, they, they usually think I'm on your last legs, and you you got all this stuff you better cram in before you stop breathing, so to speak. And what makes you unique is that you're in your 20s. Uh, you're not in your 20s now. But you were in your 20s when, when your funk hit, that you, you better get off your tush and start doing some other things. Yeah. And that um, you, you started writing down those 30 things when you were young, which is what people don't do. No. The, I don't think people realize that there's, there's power in the pen and power in our words. And if we can combine those two things and actually write it down, there's a magic that happens. And I don't think we ever give enough credit to that. Um, I talk about that in my book, too. But it's just, um, 
yeah, it's it's writing it down and actually having the guts to go after what you really want. And and half the battle is figuring out what you want to go after. And a lot of times we're not brave enough to even let ourselves dream anymore. And that's kind of sad. So one of the things, though, that you already referred to, which was you need to do the things that were in your heart. And I think one of the, I know, not think, I know that one of the, uh, stool legs of being successful as an author and creating a successful book is you've got to have heart. You've got to have that passion that drives you in it. So you you brought that forward with it, and you started you putting that together. And and I bet you were kind of like me. For example, when I decided to write my first book, and and that happened. My first book came about when I was in, I can't even remember, so I was in <laughs> my, I was in my 30s, okay? My idea for my first book came out when I was in my 30s, and it happened, it happened over dinner where a really well-known author, humorist, his name was Art Bookwald, we'll say it publicly, um, took some of my ideas and published them. And the aha, the goose that came in was that if I didn't start taking some of my own ideas, other people would do that. So with that, I called one of my clients who was an editor of a local newspaper and said, hey, Jack, I got this idea for the book. You know that class that I've been teaching for several years for women about money? Um, I, I think it might be a good book. And, and I said, can you help me edit? Can you help me write it? I don't know how in the hell to do this. And he says, I, I don't write. You know, I run a newspaper, but one of my sports columnists does. And that with that, I stepped in and started learning the art of writing. And I paid a lot of money. Back in 1979, I paid $7,500 for someone to teach me what I didn't know. It's a lot of money. So I got help there. And, and, and one of the things, when we come back from our first break here, is you're going to talk about how you go about and find the help. So we'll be right back with Ashley Bratton, author of Life Before the Lottery. And we're talking about the author's journey. How do you take those ideas and start moving them out? I'm Judith Bryles. You're listening to Author You, your guide to book publishing. is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these on the Rockstar Radio Network. Many of us have dreamed of writing a book. Some of us even have. Then the hard work starts. You'll need an editor. Who will design the cover or typeset the pages? Who will format the ebook? If you're a business owner, consultant, or coach with a serious message and expertise to share, the team of experts at 1106 Design can guide you through the maze. They've helped more than a thousand authors create top quality books and avoid the not so reputable self-publishing companies. Learn more at 1106design.com. Then call Michelle at 602-866-3226. 1106design. Is there a book in you or another? Author You will show you how to create, develop, and publish your book without being hoodwinked. If you already have a book out, 
you'll find a supportive and brainstorming community that's connected and creative no matter where you live. Author U brings in national experts for its book camps and annual author extravaganza held each May. It has regular meetings and delivers webinars for its members on timely topics. Through Author U's extensive network, members enjoy exclusive benefits, including significant discounts for a variety of services necessary to publish. The Resource, its online book publishing news magazine, is content-heavy and it's free. If you want to create a book that has pizzazz, punch, and panache, Author U is for you. If you're a hobbyist or a casual author, it's not. Join Author U today through its website at authoru.org. Follow Author U on Twitter at Author U and on Facebook at Author U, where timely author and publishing tips and articles are posted daily. Author U, where the author goes to become seriously successful. are everything in the world of book publishing. Whether your book is an ebook, a print version, or both, your book cover needs to pop, sizzle, and sparkle to immediately capture the attention of your audience. And your book's interior needs to be just as dynamic and reflect the professionalism your readers demand. Nick Selinger of NZ Graphics has won numerous national and international book awards for his cover designs and interior layouts. With over 20 years of experience in graphic design, he knows what it takes to create award-winning books and the many promotional pieces that authors need, such as posters, banners, postcards, one-sheets, business cards, logos, and more. Visit ncgraphics.com and see what authors and publishers have to say about their award-winning books and how NZ Graphics can make your book the success it was meant to be. That's nzgraphics.com. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. If you want to write and publish a book, if you want to be successful as an author, your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. So we're talking with Ashley Bratton, and we're talking about the author's journey. What do you do and expect before you're expecting? I mean, even maybe even conceived a book. So Ashley's got this idea. People are telling her, hey, you ought to take this and run with it. She's feeling really clueless because she doesn't know how in the heck to write a book, and I was in the same boat. Art Bookwald took some of my ideas and published them, he got paid. I didn't, and I realized I need to go forward, so I reached out. I paid to get help to learn how to write. And back then, and I'm telling you, this was April 79, back then there was really only one option for an author if they wanted to be legitimate, and that was to publish with New York. It was the only option. Today, authors-to-be have so many options. And possibilities. And one of the challenges is it's, there's a lot of dirt out here. There's a lot of garbage. There's a lot of predators. There's a lot of noise. And I think one of the things that saved Ashley was that because of her quality um, and the integrity of what she looked for in her work as a photographer, that she was able to tell by seeing samples of product whether it looked great or maybe a little schlocky. So would you agree with that, Ashley? I, I hope so. 
Yeah, I actually, I had a friend that listened to you actually speak at one of her organizations that she worked at, and she told me about, she goes, there's this author's conference, and I really think that you should go to it. And so I flew out from California and went to this author's conference, and I felt like such a duck out of water. I sat there, and I knew nothing, nothing about the publishing world. I knew nothing Nothing, and uh, I had no idea the differences between self-publishing and the standard New York publishers or indie publishing or Vanity Press. I didn't even know what any of those things were, and so I just sat there and started – I decided to soak it in, and um, I actually ended up going to probably about three or four Author U functions before I ever even wrote a word. I just – I wanted to do my homework and find out what was going on and what this book publishing thing was all about and how on earth I was going to do this. But um, it was it was in those conferences that I just sat there and had no idea what I was doing and soaked up the information um, that I, over the course of probably about two years, developed a game plan of how I wanted to go about doing um, my book. And You know, and you said something very important. Yeah, because you tried to, you, you, you tried, you did, start learning about the business of published where you were a total neophyte and started learning about it. And, and I've had clients say to me, uh, Judith, I know you told me to do this three years ago. I know you, you told me about this two years ago. You know what? I finally get it. I finally get it. And it does take a while to absorb and really comprehend all the hiccups and the nuances that come along um, on this journey. So, so we, we've, we've, our, our, our number one is that it starts with an idea. Starts with an idea. Um, which may be a book and maybe it's something else, but it starts with that idea. And then starting to learn about, okay, what are my options in creating that idea um, out there? So that's number one. So number two, you talk about doing your homework. So what's that all entail? Do, yes, do your homework. Just um, start start developing a game plan of what it is that you want it to look like and the like I said, I didn't know the difference between a standard New York publisher, independent publishing, Vanity Press. I knew nothing, but but I started doing my homework on the different ways that things could get done and figuring out what was going to work for my world, for my budget, for my connections, my you know the the resources that I had, um, and de- developing a game plan. And also the biggest thing was by going to these authors conferences and going to um, these writers not workshops, but yeah, these workshops, was being able to hang around the people that knew what they were doing and have done this. I remember sitting in one of the one of the dinners, and you had a gal from, a big wig from Barnes & Noble speaking, and I just was in this, this dinner, and I felt like such a little girl in pigtails. I had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> I was around all these big authors, and these people that had been published in multiple times, and I just, I just, felt so teeny tiny and puny and like I was this little girl kicking in you know, pigtails kicking in her seat and I and I just remember thinking I'm in the right spot though I'm hanging out with the right people so if you don't know what you're doing hang out with the people that that do that doing it and you know I'm going to add to that one of the I think fatal mistakes that a lot of authors do is they seem to get that they they a lot of them will start doing a hangout um and sometimes they rush to publish, make mistakes. But here's what I see so many do. Once they have a book, they think, okay, that's it. 
The world will come to me. I don't need to do anything else. If there is ever a time you need to continue to hang out, this is it. This is it. Once you have book in hand, because your work is just starting. But we'll come to that, because that's part of the journey. All right. Labor pains. Those are in labor pains. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're still in labor planes here. Okay. So then you talk about, you have another point, and you, you, you know, the hanging out was really important. So we've got in the beginning where the idea is we have our... Start doing our homework. Start learning about what the options are. And then you talk about resources. Where do you find these resources? And and are they always going to be exactly in the area you're writing, or could it come from other venues? I think it is critical to be able to take a step back and be able to, again, list it down or write it down or brainstorm the the different options that you have and the different resources um, and what your background is. The, my particular background is in marketing and communications and corporate event planning. And I used to uh, work for Coors Brewing Company and did their business plans for their distributorships in California. Um, and then after that, I was in event management for three years. And then after that, I was, you know, I did photography and I started my own business and took classes at the Ansel Adams Gallery and the uh, created uh, – Oh, I interned at, I was an intern for two wedding photographers. And, and those are all things that came into play later on in, you know, fast forward several years when I did the book. And all of those things in my background came into play from from the event management and, and planning the book launches to the photography and being able to get connected into the author's world. And it was actually through photography that I really got connected with Author U. I mean, that's when I, <laughs> I saw a need at the author's conferences for, for pictures, and you did too because you asked me to shoot one of the conferences, and that's really where things kind of took off. And and, um, and I think that's that's when I started developing actual packages specific for these authors that were attending the conferences, these portrait bio packages or these bio portrait packages, and, and that um, – we went from there, and it was a really cool thing. Right, and and again, I'm going to tell everyone who's just joining us and listening in, make sure you listen to Ashley's um, show that she did with me on author's photos and the type of photo that you have. And if you and if you can't find it in the laundry list, all you have to you can you know you can pull up all the shows on the show page here. Um, or all you have to do is go to author u letter u dot org, click on on the air, and just scroll down. They're all right there on the home page, and it's I believe it was in October that we did it. But bring it up and listen to it. Pay close attention. And I and I have to give Ashley kudos because I've been avoiding it. She actually did a photo shoot with me. Yours truly here. Um, within the last week, and that the, the photos are very fun. The few that we've showed out, it, the people are saying, oh, my God, I love these. Aww. And she's just got that skill to make you look unbelievably good when you don't feel like you look unbelievably <laughs> good. <laughs> so I like to say that the one. best yeah. possible version of people. I love it. I love it. All right. So anyway, so, so what you did is you paid your dues. Kind of, you've got that going, and then there's this whole issue of the writing process, which you know any of you out there who are writing know that sometimes it comes in huge bursts, and other times it's like you know having a, a you know a, a crown done. I mean, it takes it takes some time, and you don't look forward to it. 
So we've got we've got about two minutes before our next break, but let's open this up. What what was your writing process, Ashley? Well, for you, I know you're a binge writer, and I am, I am yeah. not. Yeah, so you binge write, and you get all your stuff done in in a short period of time, a weekend, a cruise, whatever it is. I did mine in a course of almost in categories. So I would I would find something that inspired me or a category I wanted to talk about, and then I would write about that. And then my problem was was putting it all together and putting all those puzzle pieces and all those categories into a format that actually made sense and that would actually make a book. And that's where I got stuck. And then that's also where um, where the book shepherd and the editor got me out of that, that rut because that's where I, I really needed help. And so the writing process is different for everyone, but um, at some point you need to pull in the big guns and you need to pull in people that can help you. Yeah, and, and one of the things, you can always tell a self-published book from one that is not self-published, it, it's, it's on editing. And I think that, you know, in meeting you, I knew that there was a great idea here. And I think that you, you still have to do your draft. You still have to do your work. You have to make it as tight as you possibly can. But then you do have to bring in the big guns, as Ashley's saying, and let them say, you know, I like this, an idea, and then let us start working with it. So we're going to have much more on that because the writing is the critical side. This is where it's going to make it or not. You're listening to Author You, your guide to book publishing, and we're talking today about the author's journey. I'm Judith Bryles. is your guide to book publishing everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host dr judith briles and we'll be right back with more great information right after these on the rockstar radio network since 1987 color house graphics has set the standard for quality book production whether you decide to print a small quantity of books or need a large print run depend on color house to help you You'll receive professional help and advice the moment you reach one of our representatives. If you mention hearing about us on your guide to book publishing with Judith Bryles, we will provide you with discount from the first order you place. To speak with a project manager, call us toll-free at 800-454-1916 or visit us at www.colorhousegraphics.com. Thompson and Harry Shore started Thompson Shore in 1972. They believed employees with great character would make up the best company. They were right. They hired people who were not only experts in bookmaking, but who were obsessed with quality and delivering exceptional customer service. Almost 40 years later, Thompson Shore remains a 100% employee-owned company. Ned and Harry knew that successful customer projects are a direct result of empowered employees. We specialize in all books for large and small publishers. Creating beautiful and well-made books, we're dedicated to pleasing our customers by making the experience a good one from start to finish. The personal touch we have with our customers allows us to be innovative in solving their most difficult challenges. Our platform also ensures that we can remain flexible to meet our customers' unique needs and expectations. Our marketing kit can create buzz for your time enhancing the promotion of your book during infancy. 
When you need to test the market to gauge your future sales, we can provide digitally printed books that will transition seamlessly into a larger offset run. From ebook to hard copy to delivery, our skillful customer service teams are at the ready to answer your most pressing question. At Thompson Shore, we know that making the highest quality books requires more than just best technologies. It requires superior customer service, professionalism to the trade, and commitment to environmental and social values. With these standards of excellence in place, you can be sure that we will always help you put your best book forward. to book publishing everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask coming up you'll hear more about statistics scenarios and strategies on what to do now to get you published so let's get back to the show and here again is your host dr judith riles oh the author's journey sometimes it's it's uh smooth and it's like you know the gods descend and make everything fabulous and other times it's just loaded with barbed wire and hiccups and every demon out there trying to block your way within it. And I think what's really important is Ashley Bratton and I are talking about the author's journey, and Ashley is the author of Life Before the Lottery, which you can certainly get really quick uh, through Amazon or get your your local bookstore to order it, is that um, you... What works for me, I think this is really important to understand, that Ashley mentioned that I'm a binge writer. I am. And I I can sometimes whack out. I can whack out a draft of an entire draft of a book in a week. Other times, and then I put it aside. Or other times, I I can easily do a chapter a day on something, and I can get through in a few hours and get it into the point where then we can start, you know, doing the editing side of it. But one of the things that helped make me a speedier writer is that I was a columnist for 10 years. So I had to learn to pop things, to move it, to cut, to be sometimes ruthless with my own editing because I can get too wordy like a, a lot of you can. So we all march to different drummers, but I think it's really important to understand that, that how I write may not be your your forte. You may be someone who really does like to write two or three hours a day. And that works. if that works for you, by golly, that's what you need to do. But what's important is you do need to write. So I may not be working on my own stuff because I work on so many different books. You know, I'm working on a tailbone book. I'm working on a, 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 a series for uh, juveniles, a, a detective series um, for kids. I, I have other, a variety of other books I work on. So I don't get to work on my stuff, but I'm always writing. You know, I'm writing blogs, and, you know, we're, we're at the end of the year, and a lot of people are taking off time, and I've got people who post things and do things for me. And so I'm now having, you know, I've got to be at least two weeks ahead of all my emails and all my my blogging, and I do five blogs between two different websites a week. So I've had to just kind of cram it to get that thing done. But I'm writing, and that, that's what's really important. If you keep your words flowing you will be able to, you don't get so stuck. So, Ashley, what works for you? Have you gotten stuck before? (laughs) When have I not been stuck? Um, Yeah, so for the book, once I actually pulled the trigger and actually decided to put pen to paper or, you know, fingers to keyboard, 
I um, I wrote it in different sections, and then when trying to put all the different sections together, that's where uh, I, I ran into issues. Um, I, I ended up reconfiguring the book about five different times in my own personal editing process, and I just kept trying to – it just wasn't working. It wasn't coming together. I knew I didn't want to do it chronologically. I knew I didn't want to you know, do it all these other different ways I had tried it. And then I finally actually ended up – scrapping it and opening up an entirely different Word document and cutting and pasting things back into how I wanted it. And that was the version that eventually ended up to the first editor. And But for before that, for about a year, I actually got so mad at it that I was in this love-hate relationship with, with this document and with mm-hmm. this book that I... I didn't even open it on my computer for a year. I just put it on a shelf, <laughs> and I was not—I was mad at it. I was not going to touch it. And then, and then um, stuff happened, and it was time to pull it back off the shelf and actually dust it off and and do it. And part of that was actually um, you talked about blogging, and during this process, you just drilled into at your conferences to start blogging, start doing this, and it was mm-hmm. by doing that. I started a 30-day writing challenge on a blog, and so I wrote every day for 30 days, and that's how I fell back in love with my manuscript and with the book and actually started um, doing the things to turn it into a book, and that was by getting an editor, and it went through about four different rounds of editing, I think, between front to, you know, front to finish before it even got into print. It and editing mm-hmm. is key. Pulling in people, other eyes is a huge, huge factor in making a good book into a great book. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, and I, I want to add this on to the editing side, because that um, when we brought in our cold eye editor, you know, mm-hmm. she was, um, um, you know, uh, Ashley is, uh, has, uh, she is, a, she's a punchy, I would say a punchy writer. She's got a fun, there's a kind of a hoot side to some of it, and you can sense a playfulness. And sometimes an editor may not pick that up and they might want to correct something to be more proper. And I had to come back and counter stuff. And I said, no, these words are right. This is the right fit. You don't, you know, it's right. And it's really important to have those champions on your side that understand what your voice is and get and get you. I mean, I think that's very important. Oh, yeah, I broke a whole lot of grammar rules in my book, but I knew I was breaking them. I wanted to yes. keep the book very conversational and like you were, I wanted to, it to be quick and to be a quick read and and not painful to jump back into if you only had five minutes to read. I didn't want it to be painful. I wanted it to be a quick read, and I wanted a little bit of attitude with it, which I think came through in some sections. Yeah, it um, did, and, and I so, support that. Yeah, so yeah, yeah I, I love that kind of thing. And, and and I should say to everyone here that when this was going on, before, before the editing, the final editing was done, Ashley did a, a very successful crowdfunding program where she raised her money she raised over nine thousand dollars to support the production of the book um, on it and that i would actually encourage everyone to take a peek at her if you you should go to kickstarter.com and you put in a-s-h-l-e-e ashley bratton b-r-a-t-t-o-n you'll see life before the lottery pop up and and go through look at the language look at the funness look at the rewards how she did it because she also broke some of the rules in that don't be afraid to break rules 
Don't I be afraid. I think that particular thing was mostly because I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> I think the Kickstarter rules that I broke in crowdfunding was because I didn't know what I was doing. But it That's worked. Okay. But it worked. It- it worked. So it, it, it let your voice and your personality come out, and that's what Ashley did very well in that. All right, so your, the writing process, you've got it done. Um, and, and then at the very end of that, before we can say, okay, we're ready to get these final things in, and, you know, we're going to get the print bids, because we did print copies, as she did both print and ebook, is that, that what I like to do is if the author is in my vicinity, is have them come into my offices so I can go through page by page with what the cold eye editor is suggesting. Um, I just I think that's a good idea. You can't always do it, but so we do it over the phone um, that everyone has the manuscript. But it's a good idea to do that, and and that lets you know that geez, we're really close now, right? Oh, that was such a hoot. I remember coming over to your office and we sat down at the table with a cup of tea and went through page by page. I actually was not expecting that. I was not expecting that kind of time and that kind of attention to a line item by line item edit and it's. Uh, that also was very important with what we did, and that was, I think that was the last of the last, or very close to it. Yep, and, yep. And then we, and then and then we went to print. In. Yep, and then we went to print. All right, so then your your sixth point is is that um, you need to breathe <laughs> <laughs> and do some refocusing. So what happened after that? Um, I actually fell off the planet. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I, don't, I don't know if you remember this, but I... Throughout the years, like, I had been going to all these conferences, and then all of a sudden I just I fell off the planet. And in my world, I actually had my book dream waylaid when a personal tragedy happened, and um, suicide actually brought me to my knees. And part, part of that healing process when that happened was getting back involved with this book and reigniting the dream. And I remember... <laughs> coming back to author you and coming back to a meeting and I was almost ashamed. I his life had ended but mine had to go on and I remember a conversation that I had with you and the author community scooped me up and it was that's when it was time to really do this and that is when the the trigger happened to to do the book and and fast forward a couple months through the publishing process and we we did it we did it there is a book um, we so. yeah, we did do it so one of the things in the journey after the you know d- during we didn't you didn't have the full cover the cover didn't really happen until after Kickstarter was all done and then and mm-hmm. then of course you owed people a book because you'd promised <laughs> it as one of the rewards so now we really do have to finish this thing. But then you have to do book justice. So part of that doing justice is you make sure you have the right cover, correct? Yes. So I got the Kickstarter funds, and I had had taken the budget and kind of knew how much I wanted to spend or how much I should spend on the different items. And the cover is one thing that you cannot cheat on because that is what sells your book, and that is what will let people know whether or not it's crap or not and so the um i had the cover designed by a professional who had won multiple awards she was in the media industry um she knew my style she knew what i wanted we went through several rounds of possibilities with the book cover um and then it, we finally got something that that i loved and personally i think we nailed it i know it's not for everyone but i i am in love with my own book cover and i i'm happy with it so well people are buying it 
So, yeah, and, and then you have the interior. We have one more minute for our break, but we have you got the interior, and I, I think what's exciting about the interior when an interior gets done and your samples, you know, that first chapter gets laid out, and you do little tweaking before the whole template gets customized just for you. It's really one of the most exciting times to see. Oh my God, it really is coming together. Oh, that's when the that's when the magic happens when you see a word document turn into an actual book and that's what your layout person does and for me I worked with Nick and he was just he was so good he came up with things and elements that I had never thought of and he took uh, we had act- there's activities and sections throughout the book that you're actually meant to write in the book and he did a really good job in coming up uh, with how to incorporate that and all right so good. we're going to finish up on the interior when we come back but this is where we're getting we're getting close to birthing so exciting <laughs> All right, the author's journey will continue with me. I'm Judith Bryles and my guest, Ashley Bratton, and her book. This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these on the Rockstar Radio Network. shepherding concept is simple. The publishing world is changing, and so must you. You need an experienced shepherd and a guide to partner with you as you create, strategize, develop, publish, and achieve your publishing goals. You can't do it alone without paying the price. You can spend your money creating a book that turns out to be so-so, or you can create a book that looks and feels classy, builds your brand, and is a financial success, a bestseller. It's your choice. You choose. You need The Book Shepherd. Publishing is riddled with obstacles, sometimes nightmares for the author. You don't need problems. You want solutions. Dr. Judith Bryles will shepherd you through the maze and the chaos. At times, she's had to step in and rescue a book, a book that has been sabotaged by a publisher or by a publishing service provider or sometimes even the author themselves. Judith Bryles is the book shepherd. If you want to create a book with no regrets, give her a call today, 303-885-2207. That's 303-885-2207 or email her at judith at bryles.com. By the way, Bryles is spelled B-R-I-L-E-S. Follow Judith on Twitter at My Book Shepherd and on Facebook at The Book Shepherd. This is the Tokinet Radio Network. Radio with a cutting edge. At Total Printing Systems, customer service is our priority. We are located in Southern Illinois. Our employees have an average of 18 years' experience and know that customer relationships are important to our continued success. We have been a short-run book printer for nearly 40 years and always stay at the forefront of technology. Our niche is from 1 to 5,000 copies. Today, we offer digital black and white and four-color high-speed inkjet printing, a cost-effective way to introduce color into your short-run titles. We, of course, offer traditional offset printing as well. Bindery is done in-house, from adhesive case binding to PUR, perfect binding to mechanical binding of all types including side sewing we provide warehousing kitting distribution inventory management a new print on demand facility streaming browser based ebooks and bookstore 
call us at 1-800-465-5200 for a quote on your next book project. You can also visit our website at www.tps1.com. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. If you want to write and publish a book, if you want to be successful as an author, your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. We're talking about the author's journey with author Ashley Bratton, who who created Life Before the Lottery this year, and it's done very well. And she came up with 10 points. Um, of what that journey was about, you know, from the beginning of the idea, where it came from, from the necessity. The second was that you really got to do your homework, and then you have to start hanging out with people who are already doing this. Figure out what your resources is, what you, what you need to gather and what you already have. And then there's this whole writing process, and then you need to take a break sometimes, and sometimes you fall off the planet, but you got to get back on. And, and then she did a Kickstarter, so pulling the trigger and actually rallying the troops up. And um, now you've committed to a book, so you're going to have to do it, by golly. And what we're doing now is looking at the eighth point, which was you got to make really good choices so that your book can compete with New York. So it can shine above, there's so much noise out there now. And so Ashley worked with a, a multi-award winning cover designer that didn't break the bank. And then there was the interior design, which was totally customized for her book. Isn't that correct? Oh, yeah. He did a great job. He pulled in elements that I hadn't even expected, and he really took the flavor of what I was trying to get across, and and I think he did it. So I, I'm very happy with it. Yep. And then, and then, as I said earlier, um, with Ashley being a, a professional photographer, there there are tons of photos in here, but they're just not slapped in like it would be a history book. There, there, the the photos have an attitude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he did yeah. this really neat collage with them in several sections of the book, and I he was very playful with it, and I wanted it to be playful yet very professional, and I think that he did a good job with that. Right. And then the final stage of this is got to get it printed. Um, <laughs> or if you're going to do – I want people to do both printing as well as an e-book, and you, you pop those out at the same time, and there's you can print – you know, a lot of copies, or you can go on the print-on-demand route, which limits some of your options, but you can still, uh, it, it, print-on-demand can work knowing that, you know, the paper's not going to be so good. You get you get a choice of chocolate and vanilla kind of thing, um, and that you can't do uh, some of the fancy bills and whistles on a cover that others, uh, that, uh, that a custom book manufacturer can do, but you can get things out. And you can print what we call the short run. You know, if you need five copies, by God, you can do that. But it's really smart to make sure you have your cover professionally designed and you get the interior professionally designed. Then I would load those things into that print-on-demand manufacturer. That, that's just my two bits on that. Mm-hmm. So in printing, what you know, we had uh, actually one of our sponsors of our shows printed your book, Total Printing, mm-hmm. and did that. And you had you had uh, flaps on it. And oh yeah, I wanted all the bells and whistles. I wanted the flaps and the 
gradient and colors and yeah we i i need it for my personal project that we needed to do something other than the print on demand and so we ended up going that route um mm-hmm. or not going that route i should say well and and you and you got the book you wanted mm-hmm. all right so we're up to our ninth point we are launching so <sighs> what you did some really unique things i thought in telling the world let's go through some of those yeah, the when it's launch time and it's time to tell the world, it, you actually have to plan ahead of time. <laughs> it's not just all of a sudden it's time for the book to come out and, and you're and you're there. It actually it's a multi-step process that you start even months before if you can. And for me, the planning and the launch uh, planning the launch period uh, started in about round two of editing, and I. Um, I personally want to do a plug with the author you timeline that you have for guidance. I think that there's just a bunch of golden nuggets in in your recommendations that you have in order to do a launch. But um, I started designing the promo materials and the newsletter, and I had an email list of about 2,500 names that I started um, plugging out about a month before the book uh, actually launched. I had postcard invitations, uh, personal invitations for the different launch parties. I had three different launch parties for very different reasons. Um, I actually didn't even want to do a launch party, and through conversations with you, you actually convinced me that it was it was necessary. It was not only a time to celebrate, but it was also a, uh, something that would pull people in and a way to thank my Kickstarters, and it was important to do that. And so I didn't just do one, I did three. <laughs> mm-hmm. so, um, yeah, and... The, as far as the launch parties go, one one we did an online Amazon launch party, and that went a little differently than what I had originally uh, pictured. But uh, you live, you learn. But what worked? And, in, yeah, what worked and what didn't work with the Amazon launch? Um, with the Amazon launch, I had planned for the Amazon book to come at, or for the book to be launched on Amazon basically the week that the it was launched in the stores. And that Amazon, something happened in the Amazon system to where they actually posted it, um, the availability, about a week early. And so all my promo materials was for a certain date. And all this, all that stuff that went out, the postcards, all you know, the all the email, social media was all to to purchase on Amazon on a certain date. But they posted the the book a week early, and then when there was no sales um, for that first week because all the promo materials were for a, a different date. Um, they put the book on sale. So my, technically my book was on on sale when it was for sale on day one. It was kind of embarrassing, but you live and you learn and, and you work through the snafus. So the online launch through Amazon didn't go quite as I had pictured, but um, but we but we made it, and it's uh, it's available. And, and uh, I have since learned different things about Amazon. But one of the things about Amazon that everyone needs to understand is you really can't control their pricing. And no. that it, 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 let's say, just using, because ones and no's are so easy to multiply, let's say you have a $10 book, that what they do in their Advantage program is they will pay you 45%, or they take a 55% discount of your book. So in the case of a $10 book, you get $4.50. In the case of a $20 book, you'll get $9, etc. And what a lot of authors don't understand is that that book is based on your stated retail, that, that discount and what they pay is based on your stated 
uh, retail price. So if they decide to put it on sale, and, and nobody knows what triggers their sale prices and how they come up with them. Nobody, I, I, I have tried to figure it out, Ashley. I am clueless. Um, their algorithm, you can't. You can't figure you know, you out can't. their algorithm. So, so stop fighting it. But even if they, you have a $20 book, um, which means you're going to get $9 net, and they decide to sell it for $8.12, you're still going to get $9 although they will not drop it below your price, let me tell you, but mm-hmm. that uh, you will still get what you're supposed to get based on the retail. And you have to think of Amazon as an online bookstore. It sells other stuff, but it's an online bookstore. And other bookstores, if they're selling your book, they're also taking anywhere from a 45 to a 60% discount to bring in your book on consignment. So understand that. It's, it's important to do. All right, so you had your, your signings, and then the last point is um, you had your 10th point is that to really know what success looks like. What's that about? Yeah, the, a defining moment for me in this whole process was when we had a conversation, and you looked straight at me, and you told me that I needed to define what success looks like for this book and for me personally. Was it book sales? Was it reviews? Was it profits? Was it getting on certain bestseller lists? Um, what was that? Because what success is for you and what you want this book to accomplish um, is, is you go about it differently because you don't get all of those things all at once. You, ha- you have to define what it is it looks like for you. And for me personally, it was I wanted to be able to see life after this book and see um, to turn it into speaking engagements and actually engage people with this concept of living beyond your bucket list and living life before holding that winning ticket. You know, you don't have to live the lottery or win the lottery to live the life that you've always wanted. And so I wanted to see people take their bucket list dreams and turn them into reality. And to do that for me was, was turning this book into speaking engagements and to turn it into engagement with people, um, not and getting this book not just into bookstores and on shelves where it gets lost, but to get it into hands of people that will read it and do something with it. So that's what success was um, for me, and that that determined how we, you know how we did things post the launch. Um, so now, uh, several months after it's been launched, that is exactly what we're doing, and it's been really fun to see the partnerships and the doors that have opened um, because of that. So I. And- and it has it seeded your next book yet? <laughs> yes, it has. There is another book in the works, absolutely. So, that, which is uh, way fun. I always said <laughs> books breed books. Books yep. breed books. Yep, it's so, a series. We're going to have a series. Yeah, so so what I hear you saying is, and kind of in a summing up, because as we get ready to close out here, but you got to do your homework. It, it, don't just jump in with your feet and a blindfold in. You need to do some work behind it and it makes sense to get some help with people who are also doing it and professionals in the area those are the key points i'm hearing you say mm-hmm. calling the big guns when you don't know what you're doing call people in that do yeah and and it's important to scout them out check them out um, and and if you can meet with them, I think that's always a plus in our remote world we all do that off all right ashley branton thank you for being with me today we're, Thank you we're so at the much. end of our hour. <laughs> so everyone go to Amazon, get her book, Life Before the Lottery. 
thank you. There you go. And I want to remind everyone, it's, um, we will have a show on Christmas. I'm going to pre-record it, but I will have a special show with Susan Roan, who is the author of The Million Copy Seller, How to Work a Room. We're going to talk about how to work your celebration and events. This is Judith Bryles. You're listening to Author You, your guide to book publishing. part of your guide to book publishing everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host dr judith briles each week a variety